So welcome back to another episode of Not Really A Review. The last one that I did, I want to say it was a Rust gameplay or Rust review in a sense. And yeah, I kind of wanted to do this series on my podcast talking about different video games that I've played for a little bit. Not really a review, basically, you know, that's what it is. Not a review, but me just talking about what I think about certain games that I played. And it's whether I beat the whole game or whether I played for like years on in on a game i'm not gonna like wait that long to talk about a game but once i feel like i've gotten my hands into a game that i think that i put enough time into it and got an understanding of it i just give my thoughts overall about said game and i will still i haven't talked about any other games on the podcast simply because i'm sort of afraid that it's kind of pointless. It kind of feels like it's pointless making like talking about anything in general revolving around video games in a podcast form format. I've seen a lot of YouTube videos. A lot of ones that I used to watch were like Total Biscuits WTF series that goes really in depth with video games. And he just gives his perspective on what he thinks about a video game. And there's other like video game reviewers that, you know, actually grade the video game by rating it by a number or rating it by a certain meter or some sorts or giving it stars but most of these have always been video formats right like they have the gameplay in the background or maybe they have certain cutscenes that are shown without spoiling anything in the game yet i feel like those get a lot of like interactions and reviews and people can kind of leave comments on it Although there are a lot of YouTubers who disable their comments when they make video game reviews simply because it can it can be like really toxic sometimes with Total Biscuit, you know, sadly he passed away a few years ago, but I know he had his comments disabled for a very long time because of all the negativity that he was getting from, you know, random people. Not everyone gave him negativity, right? There's a lot of people who really loved his reviews and the way that he talked about video games. And of course, other YouTubers also disable their comments. Because when it comes to reviewing or giving your perspective on anything in general, like if you have a really extreme opinion about something that differs from someone else, a lot of the times people are going to get mad at, depending on how you say things, the way that you said it, or maybe you didn't say it the way that they wanted you to say it. So, yeah, but I feel like the comment section is also a place where people can share their own reviews and do like mini reviews amongst themselves give their perspectives in the comment sections and talk about the video talk about what they thought about the like the game individually things that they can point out that maybe they didn't like certain things or disagreed with certain things that has been said in the video and just a lot overall seems to be better when it comes to a video format so you get to showcase the game a little bit you get the interaction with the comment section if you choose to have that enable you also get like the sharing feedback where you can like and other people who like it are going to like put it in the algorithm of the YouTube stuff and people can search for it. People can find it a lot easier and all that stuff. I feel like it's more beneficial to do like videos if you're going to do reviews, at least of video games, right? Movies are a little bit different because it's not like most people are going to show you the whole movie or even the trailer while they're giving their review about a movie. So I feel like a movie can work pretty well or TV series in a podcast format like just audio, I don't know how well video games can actually do. So I was kind of hesitant of even doing another one of these 
because I don't really look at my numbers much if people even listen to me at all. Like, it's not really about that. Like, it's just, I feel like I need to do something and instead of not doing anything at all. I used to make YouTube videos. I like with work and everything. It was just too much pressure. And I feel like it wasn't something that I enjoyed as much. Live streaming, on the other hand, it was also too time consuming, but it was more enjoyable than making videos was because when it came to videos, I didn't know what kind of content I want to make. I was doing Let's Plays. I was doing reviews. I was doing like gaming news. I was doing funny type of videos. And it was sort of hard to pick what I actually wanted to do when it came to videos. And when it comes to streaming, I can just like to be a good streamer is a whole different thing, right? But to actually stream, you can just play a game, talk to chat. If you have one or two viewers that come in, have a good time. Sometimes you get some highlights. Sometimes you get a lot of funny moments. It really just depends on the kind of game that you're playing and what's going on. Like in that said game, that it's just more of a chill vibe and live interaction that I just enjoy live streaming more than I did making videos but also live streaming can be very time consuming if you're doing it more than four hours every day and i think that it's a little bit harder to grow if you're just live streaming and not uploading content to other social media platforms like youtube or tiktok or youtube shorts and twitter even twitter like making videos for twitter where people can share it and re retweet and stuff so that's why i haven't really been talking too much about video games on my podcast even though it's a, something that I do want to focus on. Like I, like I said, I, I only have two podcasts and the podcasts that I do are just for me, right? Like they're just a way for me to express certain things that I want to talk about. You know, this one's a little bit more of an entertainment, talking about movies, talking about video games, talking about the streaming community and YouTube community. If I want to give my perspective on certain topics, you know, like I did with the hot tub meta or only fans topic or toxicity when it comes to competitive gaming and just all that type of stuff that has to do with entertainment. In my other podcast, it's more about my personal life, certain things that I want to share, certain things that I want to vent about kind of like journaling in a sense that's more private to me. I don't share everything, but I share what I feel like it's not that bad to share certain things that maybe other people can relate to. But when it comes to like this, I've been conflicted and I'm always conflicted on a, lo a lot of things, right? I don't know if I should be doing this on a podcast and just like just make videos instead of doing this audio version. But I need to commit to one thing or the other, right? I, obviously, right now, I can't just do both. I can't do podcasting in videos at the same time and focus on editing the videos and putting like the clips together when I talk about a review and stuff like that, because it's very time consuming. And podcasting is also time consuming, depending on how you do it and depending on what you're trying to edit and remove and listen back to and everything. But as you know, most of the time, my podcast, when I talk about something, I just go raw and uncut and I just upload it as it is, you know, so yeah, I do a little tweaks to the audio here and there, but overall, like cutting stuff and that, I try to do it in one take, but that's really all it is. And it's a little bit easier than videos. So yeah, I'm going to try this for a little bit on games that I play. So yeah, there's pros and cons to doing like audio video game reviews, right? Like people can listen to it. I don't know how helpful talking about a video game is, or if it's even entertaining at all, or if it's even useful at all. And like I said, when it comes to video, people can actually get a glimpse of how the game plays, how the game looks, how the game sounds, which I guess I could let you listen to how like the music sounds within the game on a podcast anyways. 
So there's just a lot. I'm going to try to see what I'm going to end up doing. I'm still not exactly sure. But as you know, I've always been like back and forth when it comes to like my thoughts on what I want to do. Like I remember I was going back and forth at the very beginning when it came to this podcast. I wasn't even talking about video games. And then all of a sudden, then I started implementing movies and video games into this podcast. So I'm just going to go with it. We'll see where it leads. And it, yeah, but I wanted to talk about Astroneer today. So I got it during the Steam sale. And right now, I think the game is currently like 20 I think it's only like $5 off. I'm going to double check just to make sure to be on the safe side. But yeah, I recently got it. Yeah, it's $19.49. And it's usually $30 actually. So it's definitely worth picking up right now before the Steam sale is over. And I think the Steam sale is over on July the 8th. So definitely pick it up. If you have any interest in playing it like in the past, I'm not like you can at least wait until after this conversation or after after this episode if you decide that you want to pick up this game but it's basically i've only i don't know how many hours exactly i have but i've been playing it for ever since the the steam sale how many ever they said is until today so i've been playing a lot of it um i was off during the weekend for fourth of july and stuff so I was grinding it all weekend as well. And on a Monday, because I didn't work Monday. And I was having a good time, right? And I played it a little bit off work today. And not too much. But still, overall, I enjoy this game. And there's still a lot of stuff that I have to do in this game. There's still a lot of planets that I have to visit. But before I go into that, the type of game this is basically is just like an open world survivor um third person like space adventure type game and i kind of want to be very like vague or loose with the term survival because i don't really think it's super survival ish like minecraft is more of a survival game than this game than astroneer simply for the fact that you really don't like in this game you really don't have to worry about health bars you don't have to worry about starvation dehydration stamina or like any other type of monsters or animals that are going to try to attack you and you have to defend or hide at night. Like there's really none of that in this game. So it's kind of hard for me to say it's a survivor, like survival game, like other survival games like Rust, The Forest, Green Hell, Minecraft, you know, those type of games, Conan Exile or something. Like those type of games are survive survival simply because, you know, there's other things that can kill you in the world whether it's pve or pvp heavy this game doesn't have pvp at all it's up to four players with your friends it's not really like a massive multiplayer game where you find other people like minecraft or well minecraft has servers right so it's a little bit different but rust is kind of like servers as well but you interact that's the whole purpose of rust but this game is not like that type of game basically but it's definitely a nice relaxing enjoyable experience if you like games like stardew valley um farming simulator games right exploration type games or if you've ever loved exploring a world and survival games but you didn't necessarily enjoy the whole time having to focus on your health your food dehydration like all of this stuff that you have to worry about in this game this is probably going to be for you right like there's 
this game is kind of it's it's definitely enjoyable, right? It's more like a relaxing game. Um, there are two things that you have to watch out for. Maybe three, I want to say. One, you do have to make sure that you have plenty of oxygen. That's something that you're going to learn early on when you start playing the game. You're going to have to learn that you need oxygen. You're going to need to learn how to like connect your tanks and stuff to your machines and kind of leave a trail so you can have oxygen connected at you at all times because you're in different planets. So you're obviously going to need that. And, you know, it's fairly easy once you get used to like what materials you need to make the certain stuff that you need to craft in order to be able to have oxygen. And you can make your capacity for these oxygen tanks a lot, like higher capacity and you can carry them that way in case you're not connected to any line you can sort of have like portability of oxygen until you find your way back home but that's mainly like the biggest survival tip or thing that you're going to have to look out for once you get used to it it's fairly easy to make fairly easy to not mess up when it comes to that i want to say the second thing which i have died from is fall damage from digging like straight down because i was an idiot i was making tunnels and sometimes you fall down into caves or whatever or there's like pre-made holes already and then you just happen to fall all the way down or you slide wrong and like fall damage has killed me but if you happen to like hug the walls if there are any walls near you you should be perfectly fine but then to make it back up and you don't have enough oxygen you're gonna end up dying and that's happened to me the third way that you can die is there's like these plants that kind of attack you if you get near them like there's one that throws sort of toxic stuff at you and it does a little bit of damage but if you let it keep hitting you with the toxic stuff it's just gonna kill you eventually the other plan is kind of like a tongue and it can literally push you like so far away in like into the air or something and you might take fall damage and die the other plan is when you're kind of digging to make like these holes and caves underground or building you might end up destroying one of these plants and these plants kind of detonate like a bomb and they do a lot of damage and i've died by them too not knowing what they were because i thought they were pretty cool and i thought i could collect i'm not going to tell you which plants they are you, you know you'll figure it out whenever you play the game that way you know it can be an experience for you but yeah those are the only really three things that you have to worry about so that's the only survival aspect of it everything else is pretty much exploring the universe exploring the seven planets that they have available i don't know if they're going to implement more but so far i mean this game is fully released and there's only a total of seven planets i have not visited all of them i've only visited two so far so yeah i still have a lot of exploration to do but i'm still even exploring on the first two planets because i'm trying to find everything possible underground there's a lot of vehicles that you can make and a lot of like stuff that you can craft and design that makes the game a lot more enjoyable you know you once you learn how to craft certain stuff you can read like the instructions that you have like you have this little handbook in your backpack where you can check your inventory and check like the things that you can actually craft and you can also do like make little cars or rovers that you can dig underground and like travel a little bit faster which you're still and some of them you're still going to need the oxygen stuff connected to the lines and you'll figure that out you know it'll tell you as you're crafting and stuff like that so these are things that you're going to learn as you play the game but other than that like that's basically the premise of the game right you explore um you basically make whatever you want to make too you know unless you're on creative there's a creative mode which is like minecraft creative where you have unlimited resources there's no fall damage there's like 
nothing you have to worry about. You just explore to your heart's content. But to me, that's not my favorite like type of thing to play. You know, I want a little bit of survival in there and I want to figure things out on my own and I just be giving things to me and at no cost and not have to worry about anything. So I didn't play that. I tried it out after I played a little bit of the main game just to see what you actually able to do. But that's basically like as far as I know. So yeah, I mean, the main, like I said, the main purpose is kind of crafting and space exploration. I mean, come on, that's kind of a cool, it's like No Man's Sky when what No Man's Sky should have been at the very beginning. I don't know what No Man's Sky is like today with all the updates that they have done. I've heard that it's pretty good. Maybe I'll visit it one day. Maybe it has more to offer than Astroneer at the moment. But like I said, I'm not done with Astroneer. There's a lot that I still have to do, a lot that I still want to build and explore. I'm still not bored of it. So yeah, there's plenty of content left for me in this game. And then maybe once I'm done with it, I'll visit No Man's Sky and see what I think of it. So, yeah, if you like exploring, you know, digging stuff like digging for diamonds in Minecraft, this is going to be kind of fun, right? You, the main thing that I've been doing is digging a lot of tunnels and obviously going to another planet and then digging tunnels. For some reason, like just digging tunnels is satisfying in any game. May it be Minecraft or this game. But the way that you can kind of flatten it out and make the tunnels very like look like caves or you can make them look very shitty if you're bad like I was at the very beginning until you kind of got the hang of the tool that you have with you where you can dig underground and make them like flat surface and turn it into like a slide basically to where you can slide all the way down it, that's very fun like there's a lot of stuff that you can do in general with like building and being creative with how you use the gun that it gives you it's not really a gun but it's more like a, a machine that helps you suck up the dirt or throw the dirt back out if there's like no floor in front of you just little things like that that i find are very useful and very enjoyable to do and that's really all i've been doing and exploring other than that i don't think there's going to be like anything to the game right you if you're creative you can build whatever you want you know basically as long as you have the imagination which i'm not a creative person but like i said what's keeping me around this game is the art style the music is very immersive i would definitely recommend having the music on i usually i play with music off on most games because to me having the music off is more immersive it's like more realistic but i don't know something about this game the music just hits like different it's not that other games have bad music it's just that it kind of helps with being in space and being in like planets that are not earth and and since you really don't have things attacking you, I think it just adds another layer of relaxation that you can kind of enjoy in this game. But that's just me personally, right? Like, give it a try with music, give it a try without music and see what you think. You know, everyone has different preferences when it comes to that. The The only thing that I do wish is I wish that I got this game when it was early access. That way I could have enjoyed this experience of like where the game used to be to where it is now. Because a lot of the times developers remove things, they add things, and like that's what happened with um, Minecraft. That's what happened with Rust. That's what happened with a Raft, where like Rust had, like Rust was super heavily based on PVE to where 
they were, I feel like they're going back to the PVE in a sense, like they're having a lot of animals that are actually attacking you and hard to kill now. But besides the point, like Rush used to have zombies and they had them for a while and they ended up removing them. But I've heard that this game actually had like some kind of alien monsters or something that can kind of attack you and you have to like get rid of them. I don't know if you had a weapon or not. And that sounds really fun. Like that's the only like complaint that I have about this game so far is I just wish there was something that you can shoot, right? Like something that can, you can fight with, right? Whether it's you're shooting something with your weapon or you have like some kind of laser gun or even like a, a knife or something. And you had like aliens attacking you because none of these planets have any creatures in them that are like aliens. You know, you would expect there to be aliens and it'd be sort of a very like, I don't know, more enjoyable experience to me personally. But like I said, some people don't like that hardcore PVE stuff. So this is probably for those people as well. And like I said, I'm still having a good time so far. But I feel like eventually I'm just going to run out of things to do and I'm just going to move on. But I'd still definitely think it's worth the $20, even if you only play it for a week. Like, that's a lot more entertainment than, like, a lot of AAA title games that are worth 60 bucks. If you're into this type of game, right? Like, I recommend you watch a few videos. But going into this game blind, you'll find out a lot of things that you're able to do. That way you can, like, enjoy the experience without watching someone else play that experience and then just end up knowing how to do everything without actually figuring it out yourself because i think that's part of the process of the game to figure out how to like connect certain things how to build certain things when you need certain things done and you have like these little quests that you can do that gives you sort of experience points to where they're called bites that you can use to unlock other tools and other weapons to be well not weapons but other like craftable items that you're going to be able to need to be able to create and craft other things in the game but like I said, everyone's different. So some people probably didn't like the aliens, but I've heard that there were like tiny little aliens in, in here. That's pretty cool. I do like the aspect that you can like go to different planets, but personally, I wish it was a little bit more complicated and not as easy as it is currently to like just go to planets. Maybe it used to be harder. I don't know, but I wish it was a little bit more in depth when it came to like how the rockets work or how the, you know, the rocket ships work you know that it took a little bit more effort to actually go to a planet figure out how you're going to land on that planet and if you mess up you lose your ship and you you know you basically die and you have to craft one all over again like i wish it was at least to that extent but right now it's like fairly easy you can mess up and mess up and like go to a, the wrong planet or just mess up in general but it's not really like too too complicated whatsoever so yeah, this is like a very simple, not simple, I want to say, but it's an easy to learn game and like certain things about it are easy, right? Once you figure it out. But I, I just wish there was more depth when it comes to like the ship stuff. But that's just me personally. I do wish there was more planets as well. Like I said, there's only a total of seven. I don't know what people do after they've ex fully explored all seven. But like I said, exploring all seven planets is still going to take a while. So even if it gives you like three months of content for you to enjoy, if you can enjoy it for that long, I think that's like even one month is already worth $20. You know, like I said, for me, one week of an experience $20 game is very enjoyable. Now, $30, like I said, this game is $30 on normal price. 
I don't know if it's worth 30 if you're just going to play for like a week, right? If you're going to actually explore the whole seven planets and do everything that the game has to offer, then it's definitely worth 30 bucks. So, yeah, you basically pass the time doing all of this stuff. Like I said, I wish I was part of the early access. I don't know why I didn't buy it. It's up to four players. You cannot play more than four players as far as I know. So I think this game can be fun as a solo experience. I've been playing solo as well as with a few other people. And there's two things that you have to look out for. It's if you've ever played Valheim, it it's kind of it doesn't have like servers that you just log into, right? The person who hosts the server, you go into their lobby. So for instance, if one of your friends is playing and you know they invite you, you're gonna be on their server and whenever they get off, you're not gonna be able to get onto their their server anymore into their home. So make sure whichever one of you, if you're gonna decide to play with friends, whichever one of you is most likely to be on then make that person the host unless you're fine with like having a server like for yourself whenever you're on like your own world when you play by yourself and then when your friends get on you can go to their world because I, i've been playing solo and it's still very fun to play solo but like when it comes to any game most games are always more fun with friends depending on how your friends are right i mean they wouldn't be your friends if they weren't fun in the first place to be around so yeah but still nonetheless you can enjoy this as a solo player it can be a very fun experience a lot thing a lot of things can take you a lot longer so the game can last you a lot longer as well you know because you're trying to figure everything out by yourself and you're not going to have friends to help you do certain things if you're a solo player so obviously it gives you more content in a sense to it takes you a longer time to reach the end game of this if, unless you would have had four players compared to if you would have had four players to where everyone's doing different things and figuring things out and helping one another which can progress a lot faster so it just depends what you want right if you're just a solo player you don't have any friends maybe check some discord servers that they have a discord server for this game and you can find other people that you want to play with uh, but i don't really have like an issue playing solo on most games so yeah i think it's a definitely a fun experience to play solo basically so yeah now the studio that made this game or the company is called system era softworks i try to see what other games they developed or worked on or are working on and i wasn't able to find anything the only thing that i know that the studio was established in 2014 and this is the company i mean this is the game that they basically worked on I also found out that in 2017, the co whether it was a code founder or code developer or one of the main developers, his name was Paul. I'm not going to try to say his last name because I'm bad at pronouncing names and I don't want to like butcher it. But Paul died in 2017. It really wasn't explained as far as like when I looked into it. But the, the way that I found out, because like I said, I've only played this game for a week so far. But the way that I found out is I was going to like the OST of Astroneer. And I was reading through the comment section, seeing what like people's favorite songs were. It doesn't have like lyrics or anything. It's just like, you know, instrumental songs. And someone said Rip Paul and his last name. And I was wondering like, who's this? And, you know, once I looked at him, I found that, you know, he was part of the development team and, you know, along with other people who were there. So yeah, there's things that kind of sucks, right? Like I'm glad he was able to create this wonderful piece of game. Like the art style is very beautiful the direction of the game is very lovely 
I, I wish the time was a little bit slower. Time seems to go by super fast. Like I want nighttime to like I actually want nighttime to last a lot longer than it does right now. It seems to go very fast. So yeah, but I'm glad he got to create like along with you know other people got to create this you know wonderful fun relaxing game you know i'm pretty sure a lot of game a lot of people appreciate this game i mean there's has a lot of positive reviews on steam but yeah this is definitely one that i think you should check out during the steam sale watch some trailers i mean even i think you can even refund it right like most games you can refund on steam i don't know if you can refund stuff when it's on sale but i'm pretty sure that's an option so yeah if you like exploring you know you have friends that you just kind of want to play this game with uh, i think you should definitely give it a try it's third person it's not I, as far as i know there's not an option to go first person but i don't think first person will work as well as third person so if you're not into first person type games you know this is a third person game i know a lot of people don't like the first person style games whether it's like a tower defense game that's in first person or um an fps that's a lot of people like fortnite a lot of people in general just like the third person view or like top-down views instead of like the first person perspective you know so everyone has like their own views of what they enjoy and stuff but other than that i mean i really don't have much to say if you like exploring you like crafting it's kind of a sandbox game adventure uh, i think this game would be for you it's not really like pvp at all or pve you have a good time exploring by yourself or have a good time exploring with some friends uh, check the game out the music is very good you know personally i think there's a lot of things that you can craft i still haven't crafted everything but there is a lot of things that you can craft in the game so yeah it's not going to be like a game that you're going to finish like right away unless you just get bored of it so that's really all i have to say so i appreciate you for listening and I guess until next time, I'll talk to you, yeah, later. So have a lovely, re have a lovely rest of your night or day, and I'll see you on the next one.